Previously on Diceweave. You walk into this record store and you can tell that there is a concert going on tonight. Excellent performance of music tonight, isn't it? I was wondering if perhaps you were familiar with Isaac? No, I haven't seen an Isaac. Out comes a blonde man carrying a flute. Oh my god, he's the fucking Pied Piper. As this song is played, there's basically nothing else that you want to do. When he gets close enough, he is going to collide with one of the dance goes on purpose and attempt to just completely topple a record stand with his body. And suddenly the sound system is fucking killed and everything stops, grinds to a halt. I would like to sense something strange. You can tell that Radigan is not of Earth. Team, this just got a lot more complicated. Alrighty, folks. We ready for Dice Weave? Last time we were outside of a record store uh, and Pete had destroyed the entire <laughs> building. I sure had. It, it's on fire. It is not it's on just fire. Ruined. <laughs> Yet. We don't know how this is going to end. I take down doors, Will takes down, Pete takes down entire buildings. The night is young. Actually, I recommend we don't become arsonists just because I do feel like that will be more of a problem in modern day Toronto than his, like, most other RPG settings. <laughs> yeah, uh, casting fireball in the middle of an inn will probably cause problems in modern day Toronto or just any RPG that I happen to be running because I don't take kindly to fireballing fucking inns. I feel like there's a story here. Plus, I mean, a vinyl record store would go up like real bad because vinyl is flammable. Is it really? Well, I mean, at a certain point, mm. it's made of plastic. Like, it's a, it's an oil product. Besides, I don't want to be mean to the, to the nice little rat king that runs the store. I want him to be cheesed to meet us. <laughs> oh my fucking god will excellent say that again say that a fucking again i will teleport to your location and bitch slap you uh, damn uh, teleportation but only triggered by anger sounds like a really disappointing superpower look i'm cursed with it i i make do and that sounds like um basically that's looney tunes logic you can get out of any restraints but only if it's funny True, true. Quick, tell me something shitty about Disneyland. <laughs> Just a little joke, Fal. There's no reason you had to get so cheesed off about it. <laughs> no, I couldn't even do that one with a straight face. Ow. Okay. Excuse I... me? Excuse me. <laughs> How fucking dare you? We are punching the Pied Piper in the goddamn face and we are finding out how the goddamn flying purple people eaters are involved. Sounds like a fun... Thursday, or is it? But first, I think you actually wanted to go buy one of his records. <laughs> I did, in fact, yes. Uh, Nav is more than happy to not go back in there. I am cool to return to go and and go buy the vinyl records, like we said we were here to do. Pete wants to, but probably shouldn't. He, he knows better. <laughs> Pete shouldn't go, but I don't think Nav trusts. Colin and Bell to just go in alone after the mind control. So Nav is going to very begrudgingly accompany somebody to go get the record. And somebody has to watch Pete. Hey, look, it's the duo again. It's the duo again. Bell and Nav. All right, I guess I'll just stay out here with Pete. Is Colin babysitting right now? <laughs> I get the distinct vibe. 
Pete just cannot be left alone without adult supervision, which... Pete would disappear. We would never find Pete again. Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, he's canonically, I think, in his mid-twenties, but also you're absolutely correct. (laughs) Pete would get, like, inducted into a cult, but as their new leader while we, like, had our heads turned or something. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, we turn around and, oh, fuck, oh, no, I accidentally opened the gate to Arden. Yeah, let's just just go into the record. Okay, Nav, Nav voice time. All right, it seems like we should return back to our previous groups, get some evidence, and get out of here and report back to headquarters with our, frankly, upsetting amount of information. Yeah, we we just need to make sure we get a fresh vinyl to test out in there. Be careful. Oh, come on, like I'm not always. Well, we did both just get mind-controlled by an alien Pied Piper, so... Fair, but I'm going to call that details. Let's go, Nav. (laughs) All right. Nav and Belle enter the vinyl rat and go to the counter. Okay. So as you're entering the record store, there are a number of people leaving said record store. And I think the band members are trying to pick up the um, stuff that fell down, the light, the (laughs) sound equipment, all that stuff. Radigan is over there. I I think he's having a kind of hushed conversation with the guy that he had called over to help pick stuff up. Where do you want to go? There's the counter there. I mean, there are the employees are basically trying to help pick stuff up. If there's somebody at the counter or if there's somebody at that table that doesn't look like they're completely busy. I think they might all be trying to pick stuff up, or at least I think. Oh, I think there's someone writing the racks of records and trying to sort those back in. Can I do a check to try to determine what system they're organizing the records with so that I can help? <laughs> sure. This seems like it might work with my like. Can I can I do predictive equation on it? Yeah. Uh, what what's that do again? I'd have to pull that up. Just give me. A well, yeah. it's basically. <laughs> Throw math at the problem is my memory of it. Um, that is also roughly my memory of it. But when you when you tell me you're going to use an ability, make sure you have the ability on hand. Yes, yes, Ooh, yes. God's calling you out. Yeah, well, God has done that in every other fucking situation I've been in. So <laughs> what else is new? Oh, God, that was real ER of me. <laughs> what else is new? God calls me out all the time on my misgivings and my faults. Who cares? It's nothing I haven't heard before. (laughs) I'm not really all of that important. That was a really good one. (laughs) Thanks, it's the depression. (laughs) (laughs) Predictive equation. Two intellect points. You observe or study a creature, object, or location for at least one round. The next time you interact with that creature or object, possibly in the following round, the difficulty of a related task, such blah, 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 is reduced by one step. And then you're also trained in math. Okay, cool. So yeah, basically you spend two intellect points reduced by edge and you get a an asset on doing the thing. By you, you spend an action and the intellect points. And then the next turn you can do the thing. So I can spend one point, basically, because I have one edge. Yep. 
Okay, cool. I will do. Th- I will spend the first little bit observing, and then <laughs> an attempt to help clean up the records as my like shoe in to getting them to talk to us. Okay, so I'm going to call this a level three ta- difficulty task um, to sort this thing out, or to to recognize what system they're using off the top of your head. Okay. I got an 18. You understand exactly what system they are trying to sort these with, and you can go ahead and start doing that. All right, so Nav starts picking up records and putting them in the appropriate places and uh, says, Hello, you're sorting these by artist name and then year, correct? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, th- thank you for helping. Uh, we are closed, but I suppose you can help. Yeah, <laughs> thank yes. you. I'm terribly sorry. It was somebody I am acquainted with who knocked over some of your shelving earlier. We just needed to come back because my friend here was very enamored with uh, Mr. Radigan's music and would quite like to have a record, and I would quite like to help make up for my friend's tragic mistake. Definitely. uh, Scoops up a couple more records off the floor, kind of hands them over. I don't know the organization system, but I'm just handing them over to be organized. That's fair. Nav is taking them in, like, large stacks and and doing it, like, shockingly fast, really. Uh, I think you start, like, going so fast, like, that the person kind of steps back and is like, you're really good at this. Wow. Um, I... I don't know. Honestly, I guess you could talk if you, you know what, if you guys help clean stuff up, you can talk to them and see about getting some music, you know, more hands the better and yours are very good at this. Yes. And my, uh, my friend Bell's here's hands are quite effective at lifting heavy objects, which I understand may have also been knocked over in this incident. I'm real good for heavy things. Um, okay. Um, okay, how about... Yeah, you can go ahead and keep sorting these. Thank. Uh, well, it's my job, but <laughs> here, I'll bring you over and see if they can find something for you to do. Just kind of look around and see if there were any, like... St- oh, and in the chaos, did, like, speakers get knocked over or something? Just anything I can help out with. So the stage... The stage is, like, a modular... Uh, set of platforms and one of those platforms had a leg knocked out from under it and it was tipped over kind of surprisingly by like a a stage light falling onto it and tipping things over with that there was basically a tech like table that one of the band members was working on or was playing performing with and that whole thing fell over yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna get to work. Just okay. muscles, <laughs> muscles, McGee on the job. So she'll lead you over. Uh, hey guys, uh, these two were willing to help out. Um, and then I think Radigan and the guy he's talking to kind of turn and look at you, and Radigan's like, "Yeah, sure, th- thank you." The other guy says. Hey, we are closed. Ask, I would like to ask you to leave. And Radigan says, hey, no, it's it's fine. We've, it's a mess. And the, the person who led you over here says, honestly, I mean, look how fast 
What, what was your friend's name? Oh, that's Nav. <sighs> Nav over here is like really, I mean, they're almost done already. They just took a glance at it and were like hands into the stuff. Nav has completed one of the shells and has moved on to the next one. <laughs> And look, we, we just want to help out because our, our friend got a little too into the music. Uh, I did want to say real quick, uh, I do really like the music. That was really dope back there. I think he really towed the line between medieval funk and medieval uh, pop pretty well. Oh, th- thank you, Radigan. Thank you. I don't. I should have come up with a voice. Why didn't I come up with a voice for this <laughs> fucker? Make him, make him sexy. Make him constantly sexy. Oh, yes. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Give me one sec. I'm going to look up an accent. All right, but it's going to turn out to be Russian. No, <laughs> uh, I am quite good at the medieval music. <laughs> All right, so this is Radigan with a voice this time. Oh, thank you. This is... I do try very... I, it, it is a new genre for me, new kind of blend of things, but I do very... It is very fun, isn't it? It was real fun to listen to, but look, our friend just got a little too into it, so we felt bad and wanted to make sure we helped out with cleaning things up, and uh, maybe if there was a second, grab a record at the end. I must admit this was the first time anyone has knocked things over, but it's no one's fault about the stage. I don't know how any of this happened but oof. shit gets wild sometimes man it, it never can control it but you roll with the punches huh yes that is sort of the way isn't it nev is occasionally just staring over there just to make sure that nothing super shady is happening that I'm which not basically hypnotized <laughs> basically looks like Rapid uh, reorganization of records followed by, like, peeking up like a meerkat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that's so cute. I love that image. If you could help me carry this, um, pick up these lights and sound equipment, we would like to move them to the back and get, we then we can start picking up the stage and get this fixed. Immediately lean down to grab a light, and I just lift it one-handed. Roll a seduction check. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't fucking test me seduce the Pied Piper before I deck him. But yeah, start moving things and hauling things wherever they point me. Okay, they're pointing you to places. The guy, that man that was with Radigan, is not looking particularly happy about about it. Kind of keeping a watchful eye on the two of you. I try not to even so much as look at him, try to not acknowledge, be very unsuspicious don't don't make eye contact nav continues their uh stacking of the records followed by meerkat glances but adds a couple meerkat glances to the person who is looking at them and then also some arbitrary third direction because they realize (laughs) that if they just look at uh look at bell and then him he's gonna think that's weird but maybe but but they haven't convinced that if they look at a third location it's not suspicious (laughs) amazing incredible perfect logic nev is a genius we've forgotten to talk about that as this is happening what are the boys up to getting drunk (laughs) cracking open a cold one with the boys cracking up a cold boy with the ones Let's not crack open any of the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Do not crack me open. Crack me up. Crack me up inside. I can't crack up. Sorry. 
Man, I uh, feel still really embarrassed. That was, that's the third time that's ever happened to me. At least Jesus I wasn't a fire this time. <laughs> I mean, uh, must must be said the uh, wiring was very impressive, and uh, though frankly I uh, didn't think it would, you know, a record would manifest like that. I mean, do you think that was paradox things? I I, I can't even tell. Like, you know, I mean. I now have these crazy magic powers, but that just seemed like a Sunday. Well, what do you think? You're, you're, you're the veteran here. These things work in some strange ways, Pete. Sometimes you just knock over a shelf and everything works out for you. Sometimes that's being a paradox and sometimes that's just luck. Bad luck or good luck? I don't know. I guess you have to decide that for yourself. Hmm. Say, uh, this stuff isn't all, like, predetermined or anything. Like, I mean, I know that I became a goo and then became a paradox, but, like, what if I've been a paradox this whole time, and that's why my life is, as my therapist said, like this? Well, it doesn't really work like that, necessarily. I mean, some people have the potential to be quickened by the strange, and some people don't. Hmm. But until it happens, you never really know. Hey, you think I could have started a fire? Like, I mean, if I had knocked... <laughs> if I had, like, knocked that, like, CD a little bit further, I mean, probably best for the, the like didn't because we probably need all of those records intact and you did you know that vinyl is actually very flammable i uh, had an old job uh, at a pawn shop and someone brought in this whole case of cds and uh, wanted to trade them and then bumped into someone else who was trying to sell his fancy cigar collection and <laughs> the guy was trying to pawn a cigar collection oh yeah like <laughs> the, this really fancy cuban stuff uh, apparently it was like one of a kind, like, commissioned by uh, someone of the Castro lineage. We didn't really <laughs> buy it, they just... I mean, I'm no expert. And so, uh, the guy, like, tried to light him, and uh, I was... I mean, uh, the, the shop had a very strict you know, smoking policy, so I tried to intervene, and he got annoyed, and then he kind of... I think I knocked the cigarette out of his hand, and landed right in the guy's box of vinyls and those caught fire and he started panicking and just threw them in the direction of the old used furniture and uh, one thing led to another and uh, somehow that was my fault. I mean, I guess I did start events, but like, come on, at least 60% of that wasn't me. Well, I'm not much for probability, but I would say that you were the uh, match that lit that fire. And we cut back. So I think things have been cleaned up pretty well so, um, compared to how they were before. And I think Radigan asks Bell, so this is the first time you're here? Yeah, I actually had a friend recommend it to me. Well, yeah? What friend? No, I don't know everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know Repost? Quick question, is this a person you're making up, or is this a real person? 
It is the person from the uh, vignette episode. I am just randomly pulling a name. <laughs> La Rapace. La Rapace, that fucker. Or La oh, Rapace, yeah, uh, something like that. La Rapace uh, gave me the recommendation. Also, that's a fighting ring name. I know. <laughs> okay. Bella's just trying to cite a person that is a real human. Okay. Couldn't cite any of the people we know for a fact came to this record store and disappeared. That immediately huh? ties us to the disappearances and we don't want to be suspicious. Fair enough. Okay. Lara Pass, that's a, that is a strange name. Is that a, what kind of name is uh, that? Stage name, stage mm. name. What kind of performance? Oh, very, very different performance from you guys. Ah. Uh, we're a little bit more of the uh, <laughs> uh, rubber corded ring. Oh, you do a bit of fighting here and there. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So uh, think there's any chance I could leave here tonight with one of your records? Well, you've been so much help. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could get you a record. Yeah, come on, come Thank over you here. Thank so much. Follow after him. Fucking you. Yeah. He leads you over to a rack that is right next to the counter um, that has records and it's a nice clean label, Radigan Stripes and the Mischief. It's got a song list. It's very... This is like a chunky rat label. It's, it's like holding on it. It's holding it and it's like chew it. The, the symbol is like the rat's Aww. chewing on the, the vinyl. This makes me less inclined to punching the Pied Piper. <laughs> you know what? Here, thank you. Thank you so much for your help. Oh, no problem. And I uh, yank my crumpled bills out of my pocket and slam it down on the table because God fucking damn it, pay artists for their music. Uh, no, it's it's a... <laughs> Nah, nah, I had a great time here tonight. You deserve it. All right, thank you. Of course. Well, you have a great rest of your night, and I'll hopefully come get to see another performance sometime soon. Mm-hmm. All right. I do want to mention that the previous uh, records that you've been, that you saw, had almost unmarked labels. Their, <sighs> their sheets were pretty much like, they're basically just blank. Now, Nav digging through piles and piles of records. Yes. Have they noticed any of those? No. Can can confirm well, at least I no. Know that. <laughs> All right. Guess we're going toward going towards the door with Nav. Uh, Nav is going to finish off the shelf that they are working on, uh, and hand a small pile of records over uh, to an employee and say, "These ones were mislabeled." <laughs> Um, the employee glances over at their bosses and says, I will look into that and ducks off to try and fix that. Thank you for having us in your store. <laughs> now then leaves with Belle. Hey, have a good one. Out the door. Motherfucker. God fucking damn it. <laughs> See, my question is, why would he light the cigars if he was planning to sell them? Because the that's going to instantly degrade the value of the goods. I, I think it's like, it was supposed to be like a mark of quality or something. I don't know. Apparently, like, the real deal has kind of an earthy yet exotic texture. I mean, honestly, part of me, it sounded like wine words, but you don't drink cigars. Or maybe you do. I don't really smoke him for a living. Boys, I really hate to break up your cigar date, but 
we're back. Oh, hey, uh, how'd the uh, meeting with Rat Boy go? Rat Gan? Ratty? Well, Belle gave our enemy several of her Canadian dollars, but other than that, I don't think we had much success. The fucking record for Radigan is just, it has the fucking, it's not unmarked, so I'm pretty sure it's not the right one. Yeah, if you want to pop it open, you can. Yeah, pop it out, out of its sleeve. It looks like a standard, nice vinyl record. Not glittery, nothing fancy. Motherfucker! This is professionally pressed. And since I went through the majority of the store's inventory while I was sorting it, I can determine that it's not something they keep on their main floor, which I suppose makes sense because they can't very well just have people teleporting out of nowhere unexpectedly. Uh, You know that a place that you were not privy to is there's like an employee area through a door behind the counter. So there's more store that exists. I say we walk and talk here, but uh, okay. Nav, you noticed it too, that one creepy guy who was watching us? Yes. I was trying not to be too suspicious, but I was keeping my eye on him as well. Yeah, so I low-key am not sure how involved Radigan might be, actually, because actually when we were chatting, he seemed like a pretty chill dude. Could totally be a misread, but I kind of get the vibes that he might not know as much about this. That fucker, though, he didn't want us anywhere near this place. He said, nah, we're fucking closed. Don't you dare help us clean up. Well, they're neither of them are from this plane, so I think we should be suspicious of both of them. Absolutely, but I, I, that fucker, that one fucker had me really suspicious as shit. I, I say we come back uh, later tonight and possibly do some uh, good old B&E between the boys. Hmm. That's not a bad idea. Oh man, we're allowed to commit crimes here? I mean, it's less about being allowed to commit crimes and just eh. not getting caught. Look, sometimes in this job you have to um, bend some rules. Uh, I will mention, Belle, you probably don't, like, know as... I mean, maybe you know a bit about... Um, I assume this. they would have told us an orientation like, yeah, commit crimes, but if you get caught, we're disowning you. <sighs> so I will say that the estate is not actually in the business of disowning people. Y'all are a bit too valuable, but you are an extrajudicial, extragovernmental organization. Like, technically, you are supposed to follow the law, yeah, we can't just roll up with a warrant because we can't get those. Exactly. You you can't get warrants, uh, at least not without uh, more hoops than your typical like law enforcement agency does. But you're also in charge of like stuff that the government doesn't have jurisdiction over, or perhaps it does, but you are not that branch of government. And who's to say that the government is making the right choices. If we aren't interested in direct breaking and entering, we could attempt some kind of a gambit, such as impersonating fire inspectors. Given the quite destructive nature of our most recent visit, I think an inspection might not be too suspicious. True, though I will always proposition this. This is our first real mission together, and I think that a good bit of breaking in and in between a bunch of friends really helps with some team building and bonding. In my experience, that's like the best way to connect. Committing crimes together does tend to bring you closer as a team. Exactly! I mean, some of you could help see the torrents I'm working on.
I have absolutely no idea what you mean. Crimes? It's a crime. That That's all I've caught from this. <laughs> we should let the talking horse decide what it wants to do on its own. I want to steal. I want to steal. <laughs> Fred's a talking horse. He can do whatever he wants. I, ju- I just watched Over the Garden Wall for the first time in Halloween. It, it's, it's, a, it's such a good little miniseries. But no, my opinion is we should absolutely just come and break in tonight because if anything shady going on, then it'll probably be happening at night. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, I can punch someone. And I will not deny, it has been several days since I've gotten to punch someone. It's been like three whole fucking days. I'm a little, I'm a little pent up right now. Can we at least check in with our superior officers before planning a crime? Oh, definitely. We should, we should go do that before we go anywhere else and get wild. Who did you punch three days ago? I don't actually remember his name. It was a pretty low-level fight. Oh. Um. Does the strange operate on RPG rules? Do, do I get experience <laughs> points? <laughs> That'd be pretty rad. Not that I know of. No, I just... Uh, I didn't even fucking know his name. And There was just... Uh, <sighs> The announcer's fucking voice kind of crackled, and I assumed that my opponent was coming out, and then I just fucking decked him, like, twice, and he was gone. Announcer? I... Are you in Fight Club? Fight Club is real? <laughs> Have I never told you guys this? Oh, I fuck. Don't... Uh... I don't even know. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey guys, what's up? Uh, yeah, I'm in the uh, con- Toronto Underground Fighting uh, <laughs> Tournaments. I didn't know those were real. That's so cool. Would it be a good friend supportive behavior to attend one of these brawls? You absolutely should come by sometime. I usually don't get my ass kicked, so it'll be pretty entertaining to watch. I Man, I didn't know that anyone did that stuff for real. I, I mean, honestly, after I realized that Hulk Hogan was faking it the whole time, I mean, tragic childhood. Oh, he's a fucking, fucking fake-ass motherfucker, bitch. <clears throat> John Cena and all them big name fucks. I, I mean, it's professional wrestling. I'm sorry. Professional wrestling is not an actual form of combat. Generally, no, well, it's more no. performance combat. There are two different kinds of professional wrestling. One is wrestling for entertainment. That's more of a, a theater experience. That's your WWFs. Whereas there's, you know, actual Olympic athletic wrestling, that sort of thing. That's actual fighting. Nav pulls out a journal listed labeled <laughs> sports and one labeled entertainment and starts ripping pages out of the sports book and putting them into the entertainment book. <laughs> Nav's worldview of sports shattering. <laughs> I now have a terrible headcanon of Nav approaching a coworker and just being like, do you wish to perform sports after after hours? And then this, and then three hours later, she just walks up to him and punches them in the face and just like, <laughs> probably not a thing that actually happens. Nav is not stupid and probably not that socially inept, but Nav would more likely to be like suggest doing a sport and then like. For some fucking reason, the first sport that they were informed of was, like, curling, so they just bring a <laughs> curling rock. Incredible. You love that. You guys, seriously, I gotta bring you down to fight night sometime, though. You guys have gotta see us go down. It is fucking rad. Maybe I can show you guys how to fight sometime. Uh, at least the ones of you who, uh, Colin, you seem like you're pretty good on that. And, uh, uh Pete and Nav, though, you, I'm not gonna say you can't fight, but I'm gonna say I 
doubt your ability to throw a punch. I can explode things with my mind. See, you know, that that is fair. That is a good uh, substitute. <laughs> Are you allowed to do that in wrestling? <laughs> Discord is just completely cutting out Val's, like, dying laughter. Because <laughs> I'm hacking to death. My lungs have left my lips. Sounded a little bit like trombone hero on my end. <laughs> it just sounded like you were doing the, you know, the like the thing where you fake a fart by squeezing your elbow. I can hear Val through the floor, and it was like <laughs> hyena laughing. Like hyena. I was yipping. legitimately hacking up my lungs. <laughs> Let's go talk to our boss. Okay. Yeah. The one other thing, I did just suddenly realize this is our first like full mission together. But do you guys ever think about how we met in the wildest fucking way, like getting fucking geeted into that uh, fucking chaos fear bullshit place? I've met people in stranger ways. <laughs> Pretty standard fare. How I met most of my friends. Well, not how? specifically, but uh, similar sort of what vibe. What you are know? your lives? How are Colin and I the normal ones here? I've been working for the estate for years. I've never met anybody like you two. I'm a fucking underground fight ring competitor who came here from Kentucky because I had a shit boyfriend. How are we the uh, how are we the normal ones here, Colin? What the fuck? Colin, you have known me for years. So is this a compliment or It's simultaneously a compliment and a concern. It's a concernplement. Thank you very much, and I am sorry. Maybe? Uh, not not how that works at all. There was no apology involved on any end there, but, you know, good effort, good effort. I try. To the estate. All right, it is getting later, so, like, regular business hours are, I think, past. Or, like, yeah, I would say because it was an open mic night, it is, like, probably at least past five. Yeah, but does Theo ever go home? That is a great question, and I was kind of thinking about that, and the answer is probably no. That's what I fucking thought. Theo seems like a workaholic bitch. Let's be clear. Theo does go home, but Nav and Colin both know where Theo lives, so... <laughs> Imagine Theo just, like, watching fucking Saturday Night Live, just chilling on the couch with a fucking cup of tea, knocks on the front door... Hello, so we wanted to give you a report about that one mission we were on. <laughs> that seems nav style. That feels like exactly a thing that can happen, actually. <laughs> Painfully accurate. And I'm cringing for us to eventually do that in the future. It will happen, goddammit. We cut over to the estate. I think we are in Theo's office because I don't want to deal with that. Uh, time passing. I, I think you catch him as he is leaving his office. Administrator Theo, we have a rather urgent report on our, uh, mission. Ah, well, uh... Before you ask, no, it can't wait until tomorrow. Unless you are unconcerned about mind control. All right. <laughs> uh, let's walk on in. I, my... Okay, so I tried to do a German accent earlier, and now it's blending with the southern... <laughs> Um, he, he, Come on, Lex, it's not that hard. <laughs> he opens his office door again, and y'all walk back in. All right, what is this about mind control? 
The man we were investigating has a flute with some kind of an attachment that is allowing him to perform music that mind controls the members of its audience, including our own Colin and Belle. Kind of looks at the floor at that one. <laughs> it gets worse. At least two of the employees at that store are not from Earth. Radigan himself and seemingly his right-hand man. I see. I mean, that in itself is not a crime, but mind-controlling the populace and mind-controlling my agents, technically also not a crime, but not something we want to be happening. And if he is responsible for the disappearances, then certainly uh, criminal behavior, even if it is not technically under Canadian law, which is why we're here. Unfortunately, we were unable to collect another one of these records. It would be our understanding, based on our check of the area, that they are kept in the staff area of the store rather than on the main floor. So at the very least, they seem to be targeting individuals with these records rather than sending them out willy-nilly into the populace, as they might say. That was a very good use of turn of phrase. Thank you. I am working on this. Yeah, you're doing really well, Nev. Nev smiles. It's very cute. Aww. It, it is good to know. Uh, do you have anything else? Any other evidence? Do you have a plan? Well, my suggestion of action going forward for the investigation would be to uh, covertly break in and take one of the sample records that did have the spiral dust ingrained in the vinyl. I see. I see. I was going to suggest that we attempt to infiltrate the area in a less explicitly illegal manner by impersonating a inspector of some kind. In order to escape the situation, Pete caused a significant amount of property damage that might be good cover for such an investigation. What kind of property damage? He knocked down part of a stage. And all of the shelves. And a light. And several of the performers. But all of them did seem to be recovering quite well. But he didn't start any fires. Yes, we're very proud of him for this. Kind of pats Pete on the shoulder. I see. Is this something that requires the attention of a fixer? I don't believe the situation has gotten that severe, sir. Good. We've passed it off as an accident. And it was necessary to get us out of the mind control anyway. I see, I see. Well then. It is also at least in part my fault, as I was the one to suggest Pete cause a distraction. I did not expect the distraction to be quite so thorough. It was extremely impressive, honestly. All right, well, I will say that I do not have personnel. I mean, right now, this is your show. This is your case so i trust your judgment i think either plan you've proposed is sound i do not have personnel to aid in direct ways at the moment what would you like from me or are you just letting me know we just wanted to make sure we're keeping you up to date on everything that's going on all right is there any records of Mind control devices like this that you have any familiarity with? Mm. Maybe we could get some sense of where it is that these people have come from. 
You mentioned it's a flute, but you also mentioned it's an attachment. Uh... It was like a charm or perhaps a doodad. Is there any distinguishing features of this performer, Radigan? A rat and medieval theming to most of his works, backed up in part by a premonition I had in that same time period. Well then, that, I feel, narrows some things down. At a guess, you may be dealing with the actual Pied Piper from a recursion... A flute, I mean, he is well known for having a magical flute. The specifics of how he has such a flute here, I wonder if that is the... What did the doodad, as you describe it, look like? The bobble on the flute, it was a green object, somewhat eggs-like in shape, and uh, seemingly not tied to the flute in any traditional manner, rather attaching itself with some kind of tendril-like structure. Very strange for an earth object. It's kind of like a Lovecraftian jelly bean. Just kind of have these weird, like, tentacle things. I see. I see. No, I, I think that is familiar. That explains it. That sounds, from the description, like a recursion pod. It's a te- type of technology from Rook that allows artifacts to operate under other laws and to translate from other recursions. Sounds like this is a magic flute of the Pied Piper translated to Earth. Wait, so that that story is real? All stories are real, Pete. Oh my god. Were you not paying attention during your orientation, Pete? Did you skip force captain training? (laughs) I've written so many deaths. Does that make me a murderer? (laughs) Typically, Pete, the stories exist and the recursions echo those stories. So the recursions often come after, though sometimes it works the other way around. I don't know about the specific historical context off the top of my head of the Pied Piper, but there are cer- it is certainly a popular enough story that any number of recursions relating to the Pied Piper certainly exist out there. Huh. You know, I do remember something about that in uh, training, but guess I'd never seen it kind of in the flesh before. I uh, didn't think it would go, you know, I was thinking maybe there would be a Santa Claus dimension or something, but... Oh, if there are many. <laughs> huh. There's also a fair number of evil Santa Claus dimensions, so please be careful when trying to get gifts. Indeed. Yeah, just just wait until you see a good Krampus fighting an evil Santa, and they're beating each other to death with candy canes. Damn, I better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Will is murdering me tonight. <laughs> so what we have learned here, then, is you are interacting with the Pied Piper, or at least someone who has the Pied Piper's flute, which has technology from Rook, keeping it functioning here. That is concerning. That is, there is danger here, but that is not news. I am significantly more concerned for the people that have been pied pipered away, as one might say. Indeed. Is that, I mean, 
I know in the stories they were all led into a river. You, uh... They aren't one for one, are we? We aren't going to find a bunch of drowned folks. I mean... It is too early to tell. If the Pied Piper has decided to become a serial killer here on Earth, then perhaps drownings are an option. But there's no specific reason to believe that he is a serial killer, and perhaps something else is happening. I I don't know. This is, this is your show. I kind of need to get home, though. Yes, of course. Unless there's anything else... I think we're I think we're probably pretty good, isn't that right, guys? We mentioned we're about to, you know, break in, right? That that was something we talked about. Uh, yes, that was mentioned. Okay, cool. I think we're covered then. <laughs> okay. Uh, have a good night. Well, try not to get arrested. Good night. Good luck. Uh, if you have any further micro updates on your case, please forward them to my office, and my assistants will help filter things out, and I will address things as needed. Yes, sir. And have locks out. And also, feel free to make use of what archives we have. Y'all are outside the office. Have fun. Should we do some research on our target before nightfall? Yeah, we got plenty of time. Seems like a perfect job for you, Nev. I think we should all go to keep company, though. Fairy tales aren't exactly my strong suit. I actually think Pete might be better adjusted to this particular task. I have wrote, read a lot of them, but, I mean, in terms of the Pied Piper, I was only aware of the one bedtime story, and as mentioned, it didn't exactly end well for the kids. Uh, it does seem like a strange story to be telling undeveloped minds right before they go to sleep. Oh boy, you clearly have never heard the one about the, uh, <laughs> the worm in the sky. Remind me to get you any of the original Brothers Grimm books. You'd be amazed about what people have been telling their kids for over the years. Oh yeah, if you if your parents die and you have an evil stepmother, then there's gonna be a, necro, a necromantic cow that gives you nice clothes to go sneak off to go make out with a guy. Oh, and there's that one about the dude that cuts off the thumbs of bad children before they go to bed. Yeah, or that dude who falls asleep out in the mountains and wakes up hundreds of years later. <laughs> Luckily, I neither have parents nor th children, so this won't be a problem. I mean, the the Little Mermaid movie was cute, but did you- I mean, it seemed a bit inaccurate. Wasn't everybody in that supposed to die? You're thinking of Hamlet, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> this may be a little weird and personal, but Nav, you just said you don't have any parents? You don't have to- I don't see how this is relevant to our research. Nav goes to the archives. Yeah, sorry, you, you, you don't have to answer. You don't have to answer. Sorry, sorry. We're going to the archives and looking up anything we can find on this kind of fairy tale bullshit. Belle, you can't just ask people why they don't have parents. Look, look, okay, I just- Rude. I, I get that most people have parents, okay? You have parents? Fuck, God damn it! I just, I just did this before. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I mean, shockingly, not really. Oh, motherfucker! God damn it! I was an orphan. Oh, fuck, Pete, do you have- No, fuck, I did it! <laughs> Is Belle the only one with parents? <laughs> Wait, Pete has parents? Yes, yeah, I- Yes, I, Pete no. has parents? Okay. You guys don't have 
Man, my my family's no, great. No, I have parents. It's I have so parents. It's so sad. My I have my mom's Delilah, Delilah and Jude. I mean, I have adoptive parents. I. All right, all of you are invited to next Thanksgiving. You, you have you never had a Thanksgiving before? Oh, this I'll I'll get I'll get mom to make her sweet potato casserole. It's a, my my dad always calls it an affront to food, but I always think it's great. Oh man, it's gonna you guys. It's, Pete's tearing up a little. <laughs> hey, hey, like, like I said, like I said, I I have I have parents. Oh God, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that. Oh God, starts like Doug is already in the library. Like they left. Like you guys are just standing in the hallway, arguing about parentage, and Nav is like trying to find storybooks in our fucking no, archives. No, that's I, a very sweet like offer that. of I, you, I did Pete. not mean it like you guys don't have parents, but I do. Not like not like that. Not oh boy. Uh, uh, barbecue. Ever had barbecue ribs? Uh, my my mom my mom Delilah makes really good ribs. I'll I'll bring some home sometime. Now brings in on the on the walkie talkies. <laughs> Have you somehow encountered some danger on the way to the archives? Over. No no Nav no sorry I was just talking about Perry. Oh fuck! God damn it! Should we go? I forgot to say over. Over. <laughs> If you're going to continue to take this long, can you at least bring snacks, please? Over. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll stop by the vending machine. Over. Over. Fuck. Over. Fuck. Over. (laughs) Slams my head into a fucking wall. Oh, no. All they have are dad's bars. (laughs) (laughs) We are researching walking to the vending machine kind of leans back to Pete and just kind of okay so I can't be the only one who thinks it's a little weird how is how is it that neither is it is it really that common for people not to have parents like we're not that old I had foster parents I fuck I'm sorry I'm sorry those count as parents though those count <laughs> yeah I've certainly met a few orphans but uh I don't think it's I mean, obviously everybody is kind of has their own baggage, but yeah, I've I've taken a few folks back to family Thanksgivings. My my fo- my my folks are always really cool with it. That they always make too much food anyway. Uh, oh, I've have certainly brought a lot of people home. Boy, kind of rubs at the hand like, oh boy, I've made a lot of life choices when it comes to my partners. Oh wow, you. I didn't realize you had that many friends. I, uh... Oh, I don't. I, I really don't. Uh, back back home in Kentucky, I, uh... I, I, I fail hard and, hard and fast for a lot of folks. Let's just say I'm not exactly... It's not news to you guys. I'm not exactly a forward thinker. That's how I ended up out here. I fucking moved out here after a boyfriend and he fucking dumped me. And so I had to... I just... I'm just living here. Then I got picked up by the estate. <laughs> Jeez, that's... I know it's weird coming from me, but that is... something. It's a time, but, you know, it is something coming from you. But also, can we not discredit the fact that every single thing that has ever happened to you is equal or greater than the weirdness of my one thing that brought me here? I don't know, it's all... it all kind of blends together, you know? I mean, say, that's just... I... I really have to disagree there because all of those things are very distinct, wild fucking things. The one thing that happens to you would be the most interesting thing to ever happen to most people. 
I mean, I guess? If you, if you're sure, I wouldn't doubt you, but uh, they just kind of happen, you know? And at this point, it's mostly just feels like the norm. <laughs> you know, most people have never really reacted all that much. I think it's usually attributed to an active imagination, but I also just kind of figured it was never really a big deal. And he's going to say that as he kind of almost talking to himself as he walks towards the uh, library archives type area. Okay, we can cut over to Nav. Nav has uh, started pulling down any books referring to realms that are like recursions that are associated with like fairy tale style magic and uh, musical instruments. Okay, so you find yourself in basically it is cl- it is a it's a room that used to be an office room, like meeting room, I should say. They've hauled in some bookshelves and whatnot. This place again didn't really have an archive because it used a different it used the archive in the other in in the recursive facility. But they're making do here with the estate. I think fairy tales are not going to be hard to find so what is it that you're wanting to find you're wanting to find information about pied piper fairy tale recursions um magical instruments potentially magical yeah instruments and mind control information okay so probably like i would assume that the archives have like information on all the recursions that they're familiar with but also like actual copies of stories that they're based on just so that people can get refreshers yeah so you definitely find the uh, copy of the Pied Piper. I think you find that there are at least four known recursions that center around the Pied Piper. Yeah, four four or five known ones. One of them is part of a broader fairy tale collective recursion. And there are some historical run-ins with Pied Pipers in the past. All right, Nav's gonna like get all of these spread out on a table somewhere and like pull out the notebooks and highlighters. I think there are uh, a list of accounts of repetitions of the story of the Pied Piper of Hamlin where people were led away by a musician. Which, by the way, don't know how familiar you are with this. May or may not have been a thing that kind of happened in that. A whole bunch of people died in Hamlin, like all at once, and it was basically all of the kids. Like they yeah. just kind of fucked off. I know that that was that's kind of the that's the earliest mention of the story in thirteen hundred. Yes, it's it's real wild. Yeah, I just that's where the story sort of comes from. It, there, it's the original story is from a stained glass window in the Church of Hamlin that describes the story, but there are other like versions of this event that occurred throughout the world throughout history. Um, a few times there's not a ton of detail on them i think that two of the recursions there are some accounts from agents that are a little bit more detailed about pied pipers in actual recursions they didn't appear to be sparked pied pipers as in they weren't people so much as roles being like the story happening mm-hmm. and so people without the spark and a guy. Radigan's a guy. He's here on Earth. He clearly has the spark. And technically it is possible for any 
character in a recursion to gain the spark if the story of that recursion the circumstances are sufficiently disrupted but there aren't any specific mentions of that here i think the there are some like various kinds of mind control in these pages typically the musical focused ones particularly in fairy tales the forms of mind control ports are mostly like it's a kind of enthrallment not specifically like oh do this like raise your left arm raise your right arm walk and whatever it's like an enthrallment where it's like just kind of following being unresponsive to the outside world um, but there are also some uh, reports of such instruments being able to put people to sleep that's uh, another pretty common power in some of the more complex recursions sometimes they'll have the ability to cause like sound explosions sort of thing um typically not particularly deadly but they are concussive uh if they are there but it's less of a and this is just general magical instruments okay are the are the gang coming oh yeah we're we're here by now. We we went to the vending machine and just absolutely loaded up. When they come with the snacks, Nav auto like immediately hands them each a folder with the because you said there was like four recursions that had previous like fairy tale connections to Pied Piper. Let's each look through one of these folders here and try to cross reference whether or not the Pied Pipers in these recursions match our radigan here i've done some looking into the types of mind control he's using and it does seem as though they are not instructional so much as enthrallment um so far we have found no records that a pied piper has the spark which does narrow that down at least a little bit seeing as this man is clearly at sapient Alrighty, looks at the pile of folder and just kind of Ghost cross-eyed for a second. Honestly, there's not a ton here. Like there are there are mission statements and whatnot, and like e- encounters, but there's not a ton going on here. Look, there's more than four pages. Fucking Bella's dyslexic. She is ready to die. And <laughs> sits down and just kind of like starts staring and starts trying to process words and read through. <laughs> Does everybody have a familiarity with the base story? Yeah, I've heard a couple versions of it before. Town hires guy to kill rats. Guy kills rats. Town refuses to pay the guy who kills the rats. Guy kidnaps all of their children with magical flute. Yes. And where he takes the children and what he does with them is one of the most commonly changed elements of this story. So, unfortunately, we're not going to get any answers to that probably most glaring of questions. Apparently, most people don't actually like to tell their kids stories about weird men coming out of the woods and enthralling them to kill themselves in a fucking river. I'm honestly just relieved that there are the tellings of that story. I certainly hadn't heard them. Out of character, the version that I heard as a kid, they were like taken into the mountains, I believe, mm-hmm. very ambiguously in yep. into the mountain. Yeah, mine was straight up, he drowned all of the, ch- the the villagers' children in the river because he was not paid. It was 
fucked That's up. That's a way more fucked up version. He was the hero of the story, too. It was. <laughs> I mean, he is kind of the hero of the story because the moral of the story is don't shirk paying your contractors. <laughs> Pay your workers. I mean, yes, I, I agree with the moral. <laughs> but the, l- at least, like, enthrall the people who stiffed you, not the kids. That's some, like, Seriously, biblical uh... shit. <laughs> okay, so you want an entire town of orphans? Is that better? I don't think Orphan Town is actually a better solution. Welcome to Orphan Town. <laughs> Orphan Town. That's a rad band name, though. Orphan Town. <laughs> oh, that's why he should have named his band. You don't like mischief, which is the collective term for a group of rats? It's also good. I'm not saying it's not a good band name. I'm just saying Orphan Town's also rad. Yeah. That is a rad band name. Anyway, so we we don't find anything... You know, more pointed that we could, you know, narrow down where the fuck this motherfucker came from. It's research time. I will say one thing. One of the smaller recursions that is listed, there's not a ton of detail, but the story of the recursion of this Pied Piper is less about the the enthrallment of Hamlin and more about the hunting of the Pied Piper. The actual hunt, uh, the chasing of the, by the townsfolk or by professional hunters to track down this man. And it was kind of this cycle that was happening. And do they catch him? I don't think that's really listed. This, is, this was kind of a cyclical story in this recursion that was happening. Mm. I think this was uh, like a story told by a recursor that was met by some agents and was put down on paper. I think the time that they were there, they did not catch the Pied Piper. Nev makes a special note of this file in their notes. Uh, Colin, Belle, Pete, I think we might be acting something out that's been done before. All right. I'm kind of trying to get my vision to go straight again after staring at words. <laughs> Do you need larger print books? I could get my magnifier. That's not really the issue. It's more a uh, language difficult. Reading is not my forte. Ah, my apologies. I didn't realize this. Oh, it's all right. Not your fault. wonder if they have any of these in audio. <laughs> Can I rent out our <laughs> our archives in Audible? <laughs> it hasn't been invented yet. Shush. <laughs> Nav makes a note in their notebook about Bell. Just just keep keep that in, in mind. The notebooks are their mind. No, <laughs> the notebooks are a, a substitute for their mind. Look, I'm still pretty fucking sure that Nav is just a fucking cyborg. Nav is trying to show off the story. That was supposed to be like a dramatic reveal line. So they never caught the guy, huh? At least not this time. I think the important element is that it matches some of the energy of my premonition and is, at the very least, the kind of story we seem to have found ourselves in. That does raise the concern of, does that mean we're kind of doomed to fail here? I will say that the stories of recursions are they are acted out 
within a recursion. They are not loops in time. They are echoes of stories. Your actions as sparked individuals are very much your own. This is, you have free will. You are on Earth. You are not in a recursion that is like trying to loop this particular story. I was only being metaphorical, Belle. I believe that this is not literally a story that we are trapped within, but more okay, that okay. this is a pattern that can be recognized. And even so, Pied Piper is a fairy tale, and I uh, studied a little bit of this in college. These sort of te- stories get passed around and changed so many times that, uh, honestly, it's hard to know what iteration this is already going off of. I mean, did you know that there are, like, at least, like, Eight separate King Arthurs? We ever come up in a Camelot recursion, it would be impossible to know who we find in. It's, uh, man, I never thought my English degree would have such practical applications. Wait, you have a fucking degree? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hold the phone. When did you go to college? Yo, holy shit, that's rad as fuck. Yo, I dropped out of fucking high school. Yeah, I didn't really... I'm not sure how either. I, I think I got, like... A scholarship or something. I barely remember high school. Holy Frankly, I barely shit. remember college. How do you not remember whether or not you got a scholarship for your English degree? Belle suddenly sulking low-key because she's realized that there's no there's no doubt anymore. Everyone just knows she is the kind of dumbest of the group. <laughs> there could have been an argument before, now there's none. <laughs> I've never been to school. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Okay, but also, Nav, you're the fucking smartest person I think I've ever met, so uh, I don't think you need to concern yourself with that part as much. Really? But, uh, yeah, it was a busy year, you know, but uh, regardless of that, um, if there are common themes of the stories, he's. it does seem that there is a common theme of the Piper being wronged somehow. I, uh, but... Are you suggesting that we can bribe the Radigan? To return the children. Maybe, though. Did I someone stiff him on a record? I didn't bribing. think there were any connection between these people. Now I'm especially glad that I did dis- did insist on paying the man. <laughs> he tried to give me the record for free? I like fucking shit. Imagine if I had let him give me that shit for free now. If you had let him give it to you for free, would you have been given one of the unmarked records? Oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, he, he handed you one of these. He handed you the thing that you got. Shut the fuck up, Lex. <laughs> we're, right, we're making a conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory re- requires rejecting the facts. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think they've got a drug dealer style try uh, one free <laughs> strategy with their teleport records. Bogo on joints <laughs> to, to another universe. <laughs> Wait, one one other thing, though. Wait, I keep forgetting to do this. Nav! Nav looks. I I got this for you before. Uh, Reaches into the bag and pulls out the 8-track. Nav takes it and looks at uh, Belle and is like, This is a gift? Yeah, you saw it in the store before and you were curious about it. And I, uh, well, I I thought you might like to see how 8-tracks work. Nav hugs Belle. Oh, hi! Immediately just bear hugs back. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I uh, I, I think I got an 8-track player bouncing around somewhere at my place that I could bring to work sometime. Excellent. Nev uh, carefully 
places the eight track in one of their bag pockets and returns to acting completely as normal. I will die for Nav. I will kill in your name. (laughs) I am making the most lovable character. Yes. (laughs) All shall love me in despair. (laughs) Anyways, do we actually have... Are we going to go ahead and do a breaking and entering? Did we want to... I want to make sure. We want to do breaking and entering. That's the plan. I suppose it would be reasonable to take some kind of a vote on these matters, seeing as we're a team now. I have an idea. Why don't we combine the plans? Okay. So some of us, some of us go in, distract everybody, pretending to be something. In the middle of the night. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be in the middle of the night. I mean, that's generally the best time for breaking and entering in my experience. Anyway, my point is, if some of us distract the employees, keep their eyes off the back door, then somebody else can slip in unnoticed. The problem being, we actually do have at least three members of our party who are already recognized by the staff at this location. I mean, but we Uh, can also do disguises, so. But we also have a spinner. And I am good with doors. (laughs) (laughs) February 26th, 2009. Personal log. Abatha and Anthony's turned 11 today. Last I heard from Reuben, Abatha had been fascinated by the storm bods of Fulgabast who had passed through, while Anthonis had switched his fixation from glass pirates to the dream spirits of the night vault. <laughs> I'd like to have seen Abatha's face when she received her mandolin. <laughs> I wonder if a grimoire isn't too much for Anthonis, or if we should have somehow just gotten him an internet connection. <laughs> Gods. I miss you, Reuben. It's been half a year since I've seen you. Once affairs have stabilized here, I'd like to reevaluate everyone living here, at least part-time. Earth may not have magic, but there are wonders here too. It's safer, at least. Sometimes. For occasional announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceweavePod. Colin Thulis is played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. Nav is played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at KenziePhoenix. Peter Bardwell is played by Will Leet. Sarah Bell Wilson is played by Valkyrie Bradford. I'm Lexi Conwell, your host, game master, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. The original music used in this production was composed by Lexi Conwell. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. The role-playing system and setting used for this production is Monty Cook Games' The Strange, an official setting of the Cypher system, with additional world-building by the cast of Diceweave.